Greetings, Yinzers. I'm Bethany. And I'm Chris. Welcome to Yin's World. This is a podcast that we created because uh, we were bored, I guess. Yeah, we have, you know, we have nothing to do, I guess. So we're just going to do a podcast. (laughs) We know a lot of interesting people and they sometimes share tidbits and sound bites. It would be excellent recorded. So Yeah. Well, you know a lot of interesting people. I think I know. Most of the people I know (laughs) are like old and just sit at home, watch TV and shit like that. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure a lot are. of these people, I'm, I, uh, these people that I've met over the years, I'm like, wow. Like, everybody needs to hear about this person's story or whatever because it's yeah, yeah. so inspiring or mm. whatnot. And, uh, yeah, the title, Yin's World, I mean, I guess, I guess we're going to go over that in the first interview, so... Um, we won't talk too much yeah, about that. Yeah, basically, it's, it's not really, it's just a, if if you're from Pittsburgh, you would understand yins is, means y'all or something, you know. Hey, yins. Hey, y'all. Do so, you, uh, Chris, I wanted to ask. Yes. Do you personally, have you ever used that word? Like. Yins? Really? Yeah. I use it like a hundred times a day, probably. You actually use it on a daily basis? Yeah. Okay. I, I think I do it completely subconsciously. Do you never use it? I do not. Really? Um, No. Huh. I'm not judging anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad. I mean, I I definitely have like relatives who use it and they're like totally serious when they use it. But like to me, when someone says that, I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) And I grew up here. Um, I I don't know. Maybe just because. um, And then I went to school for English. You know, well, I went to so school for not... English too, and I still. I think you grew up like in the North Hills, right? Yeah. Maybe that's why I grew up Maybe. close to the city. All my relatives are from the city, and they're very, very Yinzy. I think like, you're way right. Beyond me, yeah. I think that's so. it, because my yeah, my family that says it, they're like from like you know like West Mifflin and oh definitely yeah <laughs> Monroeville and um yeah my family's from like Shaler. Garfield and shit like that Edna mm-hmm. yeah Shaler too yeah it it, it gets worse that like. The pinnacle, like, you know what I mean? It's like right around downtown and then it just spreads. Yeah. But like, yeah, definitely like my grandmother was so yinzy. Her voice was like, she had all these weird Pittsburgh sayings. Like she would say like, yo, Rennie and stuff. I don't know what it means. <laughs> yo, Rennie. And I'd be like, all right. <laughs> She'd always say everything was out of sight. She'd be like, out of sight. That's out of sight. Did you ever hear that one? No. I, don't know. I mean, I think that's that, old school, yeah, that sounds like seventies or something. Yeah, that it's like rad, man. That's out of sight. Well, she was ninety, so <laughs> she wasn't up to like she wasn't saying yeet or anything. But yeah, so I think that's why though. It makes sense. Yeah, Yinzi is like one of my favorite adjectives too. Just like you only understand that if you live here. Like, yeah, it's it's such a great way to describe somebody who's like super Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Yinzy, you know. yeah. <laughs> uh, they're a little Yinzy for me. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I mean, I can appreciate y'all. Like, I I like a good y'all. I don't really like y'all. I'm not down with it. I, I don't know. I love it. I, I love... It just, to me, is more functional than Yins when you it say is. Yins. It's, like, it's not as ugly. Yins is ugly. Yeah. Everything Pittsburgh is just ugly. <laughs> like, just the Pittsburgh... 
like Don, like I'm going down there. This is so yeah. ugly. Like I think you said new, scallions earlier. Scallions. <laughs> <laughs> you like scallions in your pizza? Yeah, it's it's just such an ugly, like dirty. It's like almost like you're drunk. And you you can't delete talk. all this. <laughs> We're no, just talking shit on our fellow Pittsburghers. Well, it's true. Hey, I, I grew up in Pittsburgh, so I can say whatever the hell I want. Yeah. But, I mean, you too, you know. But I'm just saying, it's just an ugly, like, it's like New York, too. New York has a very ugly language. Yeah, I mean, I, I had to watch this thing in grad school. It was like a, a linguistics class, and they, it was a video about, like, all the different accents and dialects and oh, things yeah. of the U.S., and... Mm-hmm. um. And people did say, like, what do you think is the ugliest accent? And people would say Pittsburgh. Like yeah, they, <laughs> Pittsburgh, it's ugly. It's just a, you know, Nobody a mashup of um, very specific cultures and ended up sounding ugly. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's our, that's our, uh, that's our culture. Yeah. It's ugly. Yeah. Ugly and dirty. But we I'm love cool it. I mean, we stay here. I'm cool with you it. Know? Yeah. We, I'm not saying it's bad. That's what I'm no. saying. I'm just saying it's ugly. Ugly yeah. doesn't, you know, I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I know? mean, it's so entertaining though. It's very entertaining. A pure yinzer is one of the most entertaining people you're going to ever meet. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. just pure yins, like Steelers, Danton, Donzies. There's not even a Donzies anymore, but... Yeah. You even know what Donzies is? I mean, I do because I heard it like on the radio yeah, when I was growing up, but basically. I never like knew where it was or went there. Uh, well, for anybody not from Pittsburgh in who grew up after the 90s, it's just a club, I was guess. Was it Station Square? Is it I think it was the Station Square. Either that or in the Strip District. I can't remember. Okay. But anyway, it's just Donzies is just a club, but it's a very Pittsburgh Useless, useless tangent. Yeah. <laughs> very <sure>. useless. <laughs> but anyway... So that's what the whole yin's world means. Yeah. And uh, I hope we cleared that up. Uh. <laughs> My favorite part about uh, yinzers speaking in their accent is their complete like oblivion. Oh, yeah. That the words that they're saying do not sound. Yeah. Right. Like, and I do it too, because I was listening back to our interview that we did and I was like, oh man, this sounded super, like I said, like the O's sometimes when you're like, yeah, yeah. yeah, You like, Mm -hmm. you want to go? Ready to go. You know, (laughs) but, um, but yeah, a lot of people say things like Phil, like my husband, he sometimes, and he often uses the word style to talk about music or you know, clothes yeah. or film or whatever. And mm. he's always says style. Style. There's so many Pittsburgh things that I learn. Like other people don't say that. Like gum band. That's one. Yeah. Keller. <laughs> Kayla always says Keller. And I'm like. Oh, she does. Like Helen yeah, Keller. Keller. And I'm like, and she doesn't have that, like a Pittsburgh accent really. Yeah. But she says Keller. And I'm like, it's Collar. Even I say Collar. I force myself yeah, to say yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pello, Milk. Milk. Yeah. Okay, just a brief rundown of where specifically we're recording this podcast. We are in the attic of a house that I live in with my husband in the Bloomfield neighborhood of Pittsburgh. Um, Not to brag, but I pretty much single-handedly renovated this attic space in 2019. Um, So it's a super low-budge, like, DIY uh, renovation that was inspired by, like, Pinterest. And Mm. it turned out... How do you think it turned out, Chris? I like it. I think it's great. I wasn't here before, so I don't know what it looked like before, but 
It looks yeah. like a like an office attic office. Yeah, I'm like super proud of it. That's um, nice. It functions yeah. now as my office space and music studio, and it, it looks like the bedroom of like uh, like a girl in like a <laughs> '90s movie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I can see that. This would be like her giant bedroom with like the lights and the white lights and little. Yeah, it's pretty much all white. This attic. That's what I wanted because I wanted it to be like a blank canvas. Mm. Uh, the before and after of this space is like shocking. And uh, from the, w there's like one window in here and we can see the Cathedral of Learning at Pitt. If anyone is familiar, it's this really tall um, academic building on University of Pittsburgh's campus that you can see from a lot of places in Pittsburgh. It's kind of a, like a, like a landmark, is mm. what you say? <laughs> yeah. It's a tall building. Um, All I see is, uh, was that a... Do you have a vision board? Is that what that is? That's a vision board. Is it really a vision board? It's a vision board. Yeah. It has it's a bunch not, of. We will not speak of it. Let me just no, describe don't. this too. No, no, no. That's embarrassing. Me. It's funny though. Please don't. There's not anything embarrassing about yes, it. Yes, there is. What? What's <laughs> embarrassing about it? It's a bunch no. of half-naked ladies. I don't know. I don't. Let's not talk about my. This is personal <laughs> to me. All right, just forget it. So this house was probably built in the 1920s. This, let's talk about the stairs to come up here. Yeah, they're very steep. <laughs> I think you said they were like reminiscent of the Anne Frank house. Yeah, heavy <laughs> Anne Frank house vibes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's actually ironic because um, Chris, our first guest that will be on the next, on our episode coming up, mm -hmm. he, uh, he has cancer. What kind of cancers do you have? Wait, again? how does this relate to Anne Frank? I'm well, really I was, interested. My only, I just remembered the only reason I know about the Anne Frank house or anything is because Kayla made me watch The Fault in Our Stars. Oh, Did you yeah, see that? yeah. And she has to go to the, and they go to the Anne Frank house mm -hmm. and she's walking up all them steps and she's like super tired yeah, and stuff. Yeah, you're right. And that, it's like, it, was, it just reminds me of Chris because when he was, came up, he was like super tired. Yeah, for sure. So, so it's like, uh, it's like life imitating art, you know? Yeah. Kind of. Not really, but. It's definitely. Like, I, Phil and I went to the Anne Frank house in Amsterdam, and I assure you, these steps up here, this is on the third floor of the house, so you have to go up two steep sets of steps. And uh, even though I'm, like, semi in shape, like, every time I come up, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm winded. Uh, all the st steps are, like, different sizes. Oh, yeah, they are. That's the right. risers, yeah. And then there's like n some of them, there's like not enough space for your like actual foot. <laughs> and uh, Phil and I have moved like some really heavy furniture up here. And this stairwell is inconspicuously hidden. That's like the main thing about the Anne Frank house too, is like mm -hmm. it's in our bedroom. It looks like a, cl a closet. Like you wouldn't mm -hmm. expect it. it could, you could be hiding like people up here, mm -hmm. you know? Okay, so let's talk about the goal of this podcast. I think... Um, well, my goal for this podcast is to be entertaining. I mean, not me personally, but to create entertainment, you know, because why else would anybody want to listen to a podcast that's not entertaining? That's what yeah, I would say. That's a um, good one. How do you want to come across to the listeners? Um, I don't know. I'm not really... You know, try to act anyway or anything. Just act normally. And so you want to come off natural? Yeah, yeah. I feel like most people don't like me when they meet me, so hopefully that doesn't come across in the podcast. You know, it's interesting you say that because I've been thinking a lot the past couple of days about 
first impressions and like specific people in my life that I've met and like I didn't like them at first and then they grow on me or something happens there's some change and then I really like that person mm-hmm. yeah that and I think that I you know and I really think that that kind of happened with you mm. <laughs> because <laughs> stay with me here so we're past the part where you did you didn't like me you really didn't like me yeah I mean I think when I first okay, met okay. you I you know I didn't know you and it, you didn't make a bad impression or anything but I don't know, like over the years, like maybe you just said some stupid shit and I was like, I don't yeah. like him that much, yeah, you know, or, or sometimes, fights, yeah. And fights. like you can be very particular. I think that's probably a lot of it too. It's like you can, and it can come off a certain way, but anyway, I'm a control freak. I'll admit it, especially when it comes to music, which is a lot of our interactions. So I, I, yeah. I put off a lot of people I know <clears throat> and throughout bands throughout my life. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a control freak about things. That's probably it. And then there's some other, you know, there's just little things like when you're around somebody all the time, mm-hmm. you know. And, and so for for a little while, I think there was like tension. And then somehow it just changed in like, mm-hmm. like now I consider you and your girlfriend to be like my best friends. And I like wow, s- super respect you guys. Like I think you guys really? are great, wow. kind sensitive people that like oh. I cherish your friendships. I might start tearing up a little bit. Here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we feel the same way about you guys too. So, but no, I, th- I do think we had, I think, I think the problem is we're, we're actually, we're very different people, but we're also very alike in this, in like a different way. You know how there's like, you know how in like relationships, there's always a yin and a yang, like me and Kayla have a yin and yang. You and Phil yeah, obviously yeah. have a yin and a yeah. yang. We're, I think we're both the yins, yeah. you know, in the yinsers. So it works out perfectly. Right, right. We're the yins and the yin, yins and yang. Right. And now that I f- think that we've found that solid ground, yeah, I think. I think we um, kind of found a spot, yeah. For so. sure. So when I was thinking of people to do this podcast with, I think we were just hanging out drinking. And I really have to be honest, I was not that up for the idea of Mm -hmm. doing it with somebody from the band because we've been around each other so much. We've been intertwined. I'm like, I need to get some outside, you know, perspective or whatever. But, but it really just made sense to do it with you because, uh, I know you're reliable for number one. That's like the most important thing. I think Mm -hmm. somebody that will show up and be there consistently. So I just show up. So that's why you're like, Oh, you're a body. No, but you have a good personality. Oh, wow. Um, Thank you. You're the first person who ever said that, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Kayla? Kayla said it once. Never. One time when she was drunk. never say that. No, not even drunk. (laughs) No, but, uh, well, that's cool. I'm glad. Yeah. So, uh, and you know a lot about sound. You're really good with sound and audio. And that's really important for a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot like, I guess, doing music or any other kind of art. You still have to, you can make it and you can make a great product and then you still have to, like... For sure. Make, get people to hear it, which is... You know, and schedule the guests and things like yeah, that. Yeah, that's even... So. Yeah. It's like scheduling shows, you know? Yeah. But I think it's a little easier to tell somebody, you know, to like listen to a podcast than it is to be like, hey, come to like... Right. You, you know, don't have to describe the music yeah. and like be like, it's like this. It sounds like this. Exactly. You don't have to be like, oh, come down to Oakland at midnight and watch us play for 10 <laughs> minutes. It's $15, you know? Yeah. Find somewhere to park. And, you know what I mean? So... I think it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot easier. Because everybody listens to podcasts nowadays, you know. Uh Uh-huh. 
Yeah. I listened to the armchair expert. Have you listened to that one? I don't think so. I've heard no. of it. I've heard of it. Probably from oh, me. Oh, is that the uh, Dax or uh, mm-hmm. what's his name? Dax Shepard. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I like talk about it to like everybody that I know, like over the yeah. past five years, it's like been my, my podcast and it's hosted by Dax Shepard and Monica Padman. And they, my favorite thing about it, I mean, they have really good guests and everything it's obviously a higher budge mm. uh, podcast than we're going to have. But my favorite thing about that one is just their positivity and like the respect that they have for each other and the guests. And mm. so, um, you know, I don't want to, I'm not trying to copy anyone else's podcast, but I do like want to strive for that because it always makes me feel good when I listen to it. And so that's mm. what I want, you know, hopefully to impart to listeners because, Life is hard. Life is dark. Like if you can listen to something where people are going to, you know, uplift you in some way or make Mm. you laugh, like, or you learn something. um, Yeah, definitely. You know. I love learning things. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. No, I do. I love learning, man. I never liked learning when I was young, but now I just, I can't get enough of it. Yeah, same. I'm just like constantly reading different Mm. stories on my Mm. phone and news articles and well, don't um, read news articles. You're not learning anything from that. Well, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And documentaries and stuff like that. Yeah, I love documentaries too. So I guess, yeah, our, our collaborative goal is to broach some inter- interesting topics and entertain and educate each other and listeners. Yeah. Like with um, Chris, our upcoming podcast guest. I learned a lot from that. So, you know, it was very interesting. So hopefully every episode is, you know, we can learn something and part something on the people. and yeah, and another thing that I really like about the armchair expert is their openness in mm-hmm. like sharing their struggles and things um, with things like addiction, loss, loneliness, health. Um, you know, and I think that that is a challenge for people to do is mm-hmm. to like be honest about their struggles. But when you hear somebody else like open up about that, like it's so helpful to other people. Yeah, it makes you feel a lot better about yourself. Yeah, you know? it makes you feel like you're not alone. It makes you feel like someone else is going mm-hmm. through that too. And maybe if they got through that, you can get through it too. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think we'll do a bit of that. Maybe share about some of our own personal struggles. Oh, sure. I have lots of fun stories. <laughs> we'll get into my vision board. <laughs> We're definitely getting into the vision board. We got to break down come this next wall time, here. It's gonna be turned around. <laughs> it's gonna be different. She's gonna have like Albert Einstein on it and shit. I just be a I, doctor. I get. I mean, I'm not making fun of you. Trust me, I'm not making fun of you. It's good to have a vision. I think it's good to have a vision. This board is my first year I've ever done this. Oh, well, it's a good thing because it keep you see it every day, and then you you kind of keeps you. I going. mean, that's the idea. Yeah. Well, just remind, I mean, how many things have I done in my life where I, I like, I'm not going to do this and I'm going to do this and change right, like, this and then you don't do, do I it. Do look you like forget. that yet? <laughs> I don't think so. I is can't, it working? <laughs> what are you trying to, <laughs> who is that? Is that Selena Gomez? No. Who's that on the top with the butt? That's Lady Gaga. Oh, okay. Yeah. She, she really looks really good. She's, I don't really think she's attractive. Her body looks smoking there. I can't see it from here, but it's okay. Cut that out. You cannot what? talk shit on I'm not saying the she's, queen. I'm just saying from like a high tier level, like celebrity body. It's okay. You know? she, well, okay. So like I'm five feet tall and she's five feet tall. Is she that short? So I have a I did not know huge that. respect and all these women on, no offense, on there, 
on my vision board are like super short women. That's why I put huh. them on there because your whole life, if you're somebody short, I guess this works the same for tall people, but if you're somebody that's short, all the models that you see are mm-hmm. like super tall oh, people. Yeah. And so your whole life, especially as a young girl, like before we start educating young girls about like what mm-hmm. advertising really is like it's not real because in all advertising almost every woman is tall yeah they're tall they're and so their, tall their limbs are like long and lean yeah, and so yeah. as a short person you look at that and you think that you know you should be achieving that but, but it's, it's not realistic for your it's body it's literally type. impossible yeah. yeah so so we've got we'll talk about this later we talked about a lot of other stuff that Take we just out kinda... the shit that makes me sound like <laughs> stupid and embarrassed <laughs> <laughs> I want to sound good and cool. Yeah. I can put like a cool effect on your voice or something, maybe. <laughs> put like a. What did flanger. you put on it last time? I don't think. What do you? No, I didn't do. It. I just compressed it and. EQ'd that was my it. natural voice. Well, I don't, what do you mean? Well, the first, the first interview, I listened back to it and I was like, man, I sound kind of cool. Like my voice sounds huh. not that bad. Cause sometimes I feel like I sound nasally and shrill. Uh, I, I feel like that too for myself, but, um, yeah, I thought it sounded good. Maybe yeah. it's just EQ. I mean, whenever you use like a shit mic and you're not, you don't EQ it and do all that stuff. It's, yeah. You're going to sound bad. Yeah. So I just EQ'd it and compressed it and everything. Sweet. Yeah. So that Have mic's you, really good too. So for podcasts. Yeah. For podcasts, this is like the mic. Yeah. But when I tried to sing in it, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't very good. More hit or miss. I didn't like it. I think but, the 214 would be really good. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever, um, have you ever recorded your vocals for anyone else's songs or been a part of something where you really don't like how they made your voice sound? Um, I can't remember. I think I've done stuff on like on uh, Fiverr. I, I've had to mm-hmm. do Fiverr stuff, mm-hmm. and I usually just EQ'd it myself. But cool. Why does that happen to you? Uh, yeah, really? a whole bunch of times. Yeah, I, so that, I'm like very. I have like a trauma about that because yeah. <laughs> like a fake trauma, not like a real trauma, uh-huh. but like maybe it is a little bit real because you're just so afraid because you're like, my voice is not being represented how I hear it in my head. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, and I'm like, do I actually sound that like that? You know, I don't know. It's probably just the person doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. That's exactly that. Cause when you mix my voice, Mm -hmm. like, I'm like, Oh my God, I sound great. (laughs) Well, good. I'm glad. (laughs) Yeah. Well that, yeah, I think it's just cause, um, that's where my like, um, I was saying how I'm like such a control freak about music and stuff. That's where it comes from. It's not that I think I'm awesome or anything. I just don't trust anybody else. Mm-hmm. That's just it. Until you can prove to me that you know, like Phil, like I trust Phil now because I've, you know what I mean? I play, well, I mean, you know what I mean? To the most part, but, but like I trust him that I, I'm like, oh, he's going to write good stuff. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It's not like uh, I'm going to have to write stuff and then he can just kind of do stuff. But every once in a while, he'll send you one and you're like, yeah. No, he definitely does. But then every once in a while, I'll write something. I'll be like, what the fuck was I thinking? So I know. I know. know. Sometimes I'll put vocals to something and I'm like, for like days, I'm like, oh my God, that was, I can't wait to listen to that again. It was so good. And then a week later, I'll listen to it and I'm like, Like, wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I do that all the time, dude. Yeah. You get so excited and you're like, oh shit. Yeah. You're like, I'm the next. (laughs) 
I'm the next <laughs> yeah. the weekend. This is going to be on the radio. I mean, how can it not be on the radio? And then I listen back and I'm like, it's more like Weird Al. <laughs> Weird Al's pretty great. Anyway, so. Yeah, know. no offense to Weird Al. Phil says that I, um, he has always said, because we always make up like weird, stupid songs like around the house. Do you and Kayla do that? Like you sing like just no. dumb songs about the do. dogs or the cats? I do all the time, but she doesn't, definitely doesn't. You do? You oh, do that? Oh yeah, all the time, yeah. Yeah, and it's like ridiculous. It's just like yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. So Phil and I do that all the time, and he has always said to me that I, sh- I'm, I should be like Weird Al, but bonkers Beth. <laughs> You should do that. But sometimes I'm like serious when I'm singing a song and, and then he'll say that. And I'm like, <laughs> You're like what the fuck? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I guess nobody's going to take that serious. You should make like songs about pets, but like, you know, like well, we're I do. songs. But I I'm do. saying you should record them. Like, Well, that's what Phil says. It'll kind of be, be like in, uh, what's that movie with uh, Eugene Levy and uh, where they record the dog songs and stuff? Remember that? I don't remember. Mm-mm. Best in Show. You know, seen Best oh, in Show? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how they're like in the studio singing those dogs. I don't songs. remember that part. Oh, well, I should watch mind. it again. It's been a while. I made Kayla watch it the other not too long ago. Oh really? Yeah. She didn't like it. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> well, because we watched Shit's Creek and she loved that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, Eugene Levy's in this and Catherine O'Hare or whatever. Yeah. Has she seen American Pie? I don't think so. That's like his. I mean, for me, that's like my favorite role that oh, he's really? in yeah he's so good in that yeah he is pretty good he's like the best awkward father yeah that's a good movie but um armed and dangerous that's my favorite but you probably never even seen that i haven't that. seen that no phil's definitely seen that you should watch it it's great but phil and i have ideas for movies and stuff um that we come up with all the time and a lot of them are like cat cat related and we're like oh, yeah. well there's no cat movies there's like best in show it's like dogs yeah i cat don't think side. there's stephen king movie but like not a like comedy like a oh you know like best in show or something like about cat like cat people so take this out cats. people are gonna steal this idea the shit what about cats like the actual cats that like, you mean the musical yeah well there's a movie but yeah the one that was like really yeah, like really bad. What was like what's, what do they ever. call that when it's panned? Is that what they call it? Oh, it was panned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, take this part out about the cats because people are gonna steal my movie idea. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they're just people lining up. Oh my god, Netflix. somebody would. I'm sure. Do you ever see somebody doing something and you're like, that person must have seen that I was doing that, and now they're <laughs> doing that. They stole my whole deal. Hmm. That's, I think that's called narcissism. Yeah, that's what it is. It's, just, it's delusional narcissism. Um, but no, I, I still think, I still believe that, I still believe this. This is a conspiracy. But I believe that The Weeknd, or whoever wrote that song. The Weeknd. The, the, the Weeknd. The Weeknd. Sorry. Excuse me, no, Mr. I'm Weeknd. Not, I'm just joking. Um, I still believe whoever wrote Blinding Lights heard our song, God's Beyond the Moon. And they fucking copied it. And I'm, I swear to God, if you listen to both of those songs back to back, they are so similar. And I mean, Bl- Blinding Lights is I, way better of a song. To be song. honest with you, I never thought about it until right now. So Dude, I don't think it's them, blaringly obvious. But Listen to them back to back. They have the same vibe. Every, but they have the same, everything is the same. Like the parts, like every part kind of, they coincide with each other. Like if you listen to like. I mean, the way that he sings is different than the way that you sing. Oh, no. The singing is different. Yeah. Yeah. 
but like not I mean if you listen to like the chorus part there's like this thing and the bass line sounds the same it's very similar it's a different timing and shit you could never sue for it oh my god we it. should do like a mashup where we compare the two well you can't oh I'm blinded by the light and I can God's yeah. beyond the moon yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's it <laughs> But uh, listen to it, though. Yeah. Anybody who's listening to this, if we keep this in the podcast. His name's Abel. Abel, if you if you are listening to this, we mean no offense. Yeah. We love you. We won't sue you, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we really love you. Yeah. <laughs> You're amazing. Yeah. He is. I think he's great. No, he's really good. He's a good singer. You know. He was all coked up at the Super Bowl. Did you see that? Um. He was, I, like, so coked up. He might have taken no. a beta blocker. You don't he know what he was on. He was mind. I said that to Kayla, and was like, don't say that about him. I'm like, he's on cocaine. I'm like, I know what it looks like to be on, like, a lot of cocaine, and he's on cocaine. I mean, maybe he was getting into character for that song. He was, I don't know what he was, I don't know what he was doing, but. I do think for the Super Bowl, people probably, I mean, I guess they get comfortable in front of large audiences like that. But but yeah, that's a huge. That's a really big one, and I do think that. I would for sure pop something like a oh, Xanax definitely, or definitely. people take those especially beta blockers. If, yeah. Especially if you're like a solo artist too. You know what I mean? If you're a band, at least you're, you know what I mean? You're in a band. I know. If there's like a hodgepodge of exactly. artists. Exactly. But yeah. the, the focus is like squarely on you and you're, mm-hmm. you know, he was doing the routine and running around and doing stuff. Mm-hmm. So I can understand. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I noticed it. That's all. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah. um. But yeah, I'm going to have to listen now to that. I'm going to compare the two. I'm serious. It's not. <laughs> it, you have to like just listen to them back to back mm-hmm. and you'll you'll hear it. Obviously, like I said, Blinding Lights is much better sounding and a mm-hmm. hundred times better. So but. do you think that it's possible that he heard that and he was like, nobody knows who this band is That's in exa- Pittsburgh? Exactly. Like, people probably do that all the time. I'm t- I guarantee you people do that. <laughs> I guarantee you people do that. This obscure band from Nebraska? Yeah. Nobody's going to know. Like the, like, um. What was that Justin Bieber song? Oh, the Sorry, you know, Sorry by yeah. Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. That in the beginning when it goes oh oh, oh, oh or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's from someone that's someone else's song, like an indie artist. I don't know who oh, it is. Okay. It might have been I can't remember who it is, but he just took that. Not anymore, it's not, not theirs. anymore. <laughs> well they they sued him and they got like Oh they did. Yeah, they got a bunch of oh, they got wow. like a writing credit and got a bunch of money for it. Oh good. Yeah. But it was just an indie artist out. and they you know, they just took that and put it in their song. Mm-hmm. It's, it happens all the time. If you go on YouTube, there's like a ton of videos about it. Yeah, yeah. I've I've seen some stuff mm-hmm. like that, but so you think that's more likely it was that he like listened to Balloon Ride Fantasy and then he somebody in his team, you know, like brought it to him or whatever. It's that's more likely than like them just stumbling upon this riff and being like, This sounds cool, but like there's only a limited number of notes. Oh yeah. And, there's, I mean, w- what I think happens, I don't think it was him. I think he wrote the, because the lyrics don't sound anything like, mm-hmm. he probably never even heard our song. Abel, did you hear that? We're not probably, blaming you. Yeah, Abel's probably never heard the You're song. You're super original. It's the producer and the writers, they are just looking for ideas because they, they're yeah. at a level where they have to produce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need a hit song. So they're going to go around and listen to other people. That's what happens. Like there's so, like I said, there's so many songs that are ripoffs from other mm-hmm. songs because it's already proven that it works. You can already hear the song created. So you mm-hmm. know it works. You know what I mean? Sometimes I think like when I'm writing a song or I'm recording a, a, a vocal melody or something, I'm like, did I come up with that or did I hear that somewhere? I think that all the time. Because sometimes you hear stuff and you it, it gets locked somewhere in your yeah. memory. 
Exactly. And you're not conscious of it, but it's mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I'm always I'm always super afraid of that because mm-hmm. I don't want to like I hate copying off people. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. So I don't want to be seen as that a copy <laughs> copycat. <sighs> Good. So when we interview guests, we um, you know we're saying that they're going to have a Pittsburgh connection, some type of. For the um, most part, yeah. Yes, seven seven points, six points a. <laughs> Six points of Yinzers. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> who's degrees, a stealer? Six degrees of Troy Polamalu. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good one. There you go. I have proof. Okay. But they don't really have to have like a strict Pittsburgh connection. It's a very loose. Yeah. Like we don't want this podcast to be super Pittsburgh focused. It's really, we want, uh, yeah. you know. Well, most of the people we're going to interview are most likely going to be in Pittsburgh when we interview them. So. There it could be over be the phone, some. though. That's true, too. I didn't think of that. We can do that. But mostly they're going to be in Pittsburgh, probably. Yeah, people that we've met. So, yeah. Around. So they'll have, most of them will have some. Or they once slight, lived here or whatever. Yeah, someone you know who moved or yeah. something like that. But Yeah. So, yeah. and if we have to stretch the Pittsburgh connection, we will. Yeah, we'll stretch if, if you met possible. me one time, then you have a Pittsburgh <laughs> <Yeah>. connection. <laughs> if you've seen. <laughs> Uh, a map with Pittsburgh on it. You, you know, own a pirate's hat. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen a pirate's hat? Good enough. <laughs> you know who the pirates are? One time I saw a pirate's hat in Korea and I was so happy. Oh, I think you told me that before. Yeah, That's really cool. It was cool. I was like, what? why are you wearing People that? People love Pittsburgh yeah. sports and every, everywhere. In Mexico, it's like Pits, the Steelers are huge in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Don't know why. Oh, are they? Yeah. I didn't know that. Steelers and the Cowboys are like... Hmm. Internationally, the Steelers and the Cowboys are like the most popular. Hmm. I can see the Cowboys because Texas is close to Mexico, but I don't. Why Pittsburgh? Well, I don't think it. I think it's just internationally. It's not. It doesn't. It doesn't matter hmm. location wise. I think okay. just the Steelers were just. They're just always been a popular team since yeah, the seventies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like an iconic team. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah, should it. we should we have like a tagline that we sign out with? Because they do that on the armchair expert, and it's kind of comforting. Because then you're like, I think like we should have a, maybe a way that we sign in would be cool at least. Well, let's do both. Let's, we can have both. Okay, we'll think of something. All right, when we sign out, we can See say ins. like, <laughs> <laughs> "Bye, ins." <laughs> I veto that one. See ins later. Um, See ins at dawn. How do how do you answer say goodbye? Late, later? I don't know. See ya. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> All right. All right, I'll Oi. see. <laughs> I'm like an Australian. Why are you doing an Australian accent? All right, mate. We'll see you later. <laughs> Can you do that every time? All right, mate. It'll be a varying quality every time. <laughs> I, I don't know if I can do any accents. We'll get into accents. I can do Australian pretty good because I watch a lot yeah, of Australian Yeah, that's pretty good. Stuff. Jeez. I, I can do it. Uh, yeah. I can I do can like a very good Veruca Salt, but that's. that's oh, Veruca Salt. I thought you meant the band Veruca Salt. I want it right away. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> you could do that and I'll be like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I want a golden goose to lay golden eggs for Easter. <laughs> Okay, mate. I'll get you that, mate. (laughs) So stupid.
All right. Well. No, but realistically, like, what's we'll think of one. How think about? of one. We don't have to do it the first All right. time. So we talked briefly a little bit ago about our first guest having, you know, trouble getting up the steps here. He didn't have trouble getting up them. It's just there's a lot of steep steps. And he was, you know, I felt so bad because I was like, of course, like I made this guy who has stage four cancer, like come up and huff and puff up these steps. Like, why didn't I yeah, that's... move our <laughs> podcast space downstairs? We could have put it on the first floor. And that would have been nice of us. Like yeah. 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 You'd have to move all your stuff, though. And, you know. But we did have some good vibes up here. Yeah. And, uh, it's good exercise either way. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Chris looks at it that way. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, we talked um, we talked a lot uh, about some hard stuff relating to cancer and dying and preparing to die um, because he's terminal. But it's important to me that our audience knows there's, you know, there's so much more to to Chris, our first guest, than the stuff that we talked about. Like, he and his wife are such a fun pair to be around. They make me laugh so much. And they're really, like, a couple of amateur comics. Mm. Like, one night I went to hang out with them about six months ago, and the two of them just made me laugh and laugh. By the time I left, I felt like I had just received, like, some genuine laughter therapy. So, like, that, you know, I want that to be said um, before this interview, because I don't want people to, you know, think that all there is to him is, you know, talking about cancer and, you know, cause he's, he's just a real funny guy. I'm sure he's, you know, had better times in his life yeah. where he's more, you know, more inclined to be funny and, you know, I mean, he For was, sure. he's funny. He's a funny guy yeah, just he was. naturally, but I'm sure he's not in the state of mind right now where he's, you know, in his normal life, he's probably was joking all the time, but you know, yeah. So I think it's important as people listen to that interview with him that you remember that it was a really humbling thing that he did by talking to us about something like cancer and being sick because not everybody would be comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he was choosing to to share about what a difficult time he's going through. And that takes a lot of courage. I agree. So he's very, what's the word? I don't know. I wouldn't say accepting. He's definitely not accepting of it, but he's very... uh, I wouldn't say he's okay with it either, but he's looking at it rationally and he's, he's not, you know, I mean, some people probably get very depressed and very like mm-hmm. irrational and he seems to be handling it the best that you can, I guess, you know? Yeah. And I, I mean, I know he has those days and those moments and everything, but you know, he's, he's pretty composed. Yeah, exactly. He's not, I don't know. I don't know how you're supposed to act when you have cancer, but yeah. what can you do? Yeah. You can either accept it or not accept it, I guess. And. I mean, I'm I sure there's a couple kind of, wrong ways to handle it. I'm sure there is. <laughs> but yeah, we just, we wanted to hear all about it and have him as our first guest because it's kind of a time sensitive thing. You know, I wanted, that's why we weren't going to start this podcast, you know, until much later. Mm-hmm. Like this was going to be a year, something like that. But the we fact actually that, talked about, we talked about it a while ago, even doing that. I remember that was like mm-hmm, a year ago, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. So luckily we got it in before any, you know, he got worse and Mm -hmm. couldn't do it, you know. To be honest with you, yeah. So we recorded this in October 2021 and I had to keep like pushing him to come and do this and and I got to keep like, you know, and, and organize the schedules and that was my fear was that you know, we weren't gonna, I was gonna talk about doing this and then time just passes and you yeah don't get to do it. So right now, uh, his current status.
Before we can continue, while we were getting ready to post this intro episode, we got a very sad update about our first guest, Chris Engelbert. So shortly after we interviewed him, he began hospice care at home. And unfortunately, after a four-year battle with cancer, Chris recently passed away. He was 44 years old. In the end, he had lasted almost two years longer than doctors initially predicted. He was a really special guy. He had a huge heart and a brilliant sense of humor. He was always joking, always diffusing things with humor and trying to make people laugh, even while he was literally dying. He was so funny, and oftentimes his jokes were dark and inappropriate. And I think knowing he was dying only emboldened his comedy. I had never heard of anyone doing a pre-recorded comedy roast of their friends and family at their own funeral until Chris. It was a genius idea. He barely prepared, and he was so natural in his comedic delivery. Every joke landed like he was a professional comedian. He cheered everyone up and made them laugh really hard even after he was gone. I want to thank my dear friend Janae, Chris's wife, for keeping me updated throughout his cancer battle and then letting me go and say goodbye to Chris the week before he died. That meant a lot to me. I'm so grateful to Chris and Janae for trusting me to help with some things over the past few years while he was sick, like letting me take a few hours of his very precious time to interview him for this unknown podcast. Not everyone would be up for that, and I don't even think he hesitated when I asked him to do it. And I don't know if Chris realized it, but he was a major motivator for my co-host and I to get our asses in gear and get this podcast organized when we did. He lit a fire under us, and he was the catalyst for this entire podcast coming together. One of the things Chris had said leading up to his death was that he didn't want anyone to be sad about his life. He felt thankful and blessed that he was able to put so much into the time that he was here. He wanted people to honor him by really enjoying their lives and not to take themselves too seriously. I've been trying to be mindful of that every day, and I hope that you will too. In closing, I think Chris would want me to mention that since his death, the mortality rate for our podcast guests is now 100%. So we've got to work on that. But in all seriousness, we will never forget Chris, and we dedicate this podcast to him. Some of our interviews will be on the light side, and some will be on the heavy side. This first interview is admittedly a heavy listen, but I'm going to recommend that you stick with it and listen through to the end, and let it sit with you for a day or two after. I think you will find it not only eye-opening, but it might also motivate and inspire you. <laughs> 